Hello everybody, welcome to Learn Mexican Spanish with Diego, episode 3, season 3. Um, today's episode is going to be very interesting. It's going to generally then mention, uh, talk about um, how to go to the doctor in Spanish, okay? I'm really happy then to be with you this evening here. Uh, I'm in Mexico right now, so it's a nice, lovely weather, okay? And then I'm really looking forward then to... Uh, continue learning with you and then I hope then that you guys can continue learning Spanish then as well so before we start I just wanted then to say thank you so much for your support also for your nice comments that you have left me via Instagram I also keep inviting you then to subscribe to my YouTube channel and also then to encourage other people then who are learning Spanish then to listen to my podcast I would really really appreciate it And also a reminder then that we have a, the visual episode on YouTube. So if you like it and then if you have any questions, then please feel free to leave a comment and I'll be more than happy to reply to all of your questions. So, let's start. El día de hoy, chicos, eh, vamos a aprender un poco acerca de cómo ir al médico o al doctor en español. Y quiero mencionarles algo al respecto. Creo que el asistir al médico o ir al doctor en español eh, es muy diferente ir en México que ir en Estados Unidos. De hecho, el sistema mexicano sí tiene un, un tipo de seguro que es uh, disponible para los, uh, las personas mexicanas, es decir, para todos los residentes, que se llama Seguro Social. Y ese es un programa donde pues, la mayoría de los mexicanos puede asistir a recibir cierto tratamiento. Cabe mencionar que en México es muy popular tener cierto tipo de, pues digámoslo así, farmacias donde existen consultorios y donde las personas pueden acudir a tener una cita médica. ¿okay? Estos consultorios son privados y de hecho hay una mascota que se ha hecho muy famosa ahí este, y que se ha hecho muy famosa en conciertos, que es el doctor es un doctor muy famoso, ustedes saben cuál, quizá cuál es el doctor Simi. Y, este, y ahora últimamente cuando los mexicanos vamos a conciertos, tendemos a disfrazar este doctor y lo que hacemos es que se lo arrojamos a algunos artistas. Es un, no sé, un evento interesante, pero creo que es algo que, que ha llamado mucho la atención. Y como les comentaba, en caso de que, por ejemplo, necesiten ir al médico aquí en México, pues no existe ¿no? Este, una restricción muy grande. En realidad también este, pueden acudir, incluso sin receta médica, este, y bueno, los pueden atender. ¿no? Y de hecho hay medicamentos que pueden comprar sin recetas, entonces es muy, muy diferente. ¿okay? Aquí son más libres de buscar ciertas cosas, pero sí hay, por supuesto, algunas restricciones con respecto a cierto eh, tratamiento. Algo importante es que no muchos doctores en México hablan inglés, entonces sí es importante si sí es muy buena idea que por lo menos aprendamos a decir algunas cosas para que pues no tengamos ningún tipo de dificultad al momento entonces de estar hablando con un médico o sobre todo si tenemos problemas grandes y también si tuviéramos algún tipo de emergencia. Okay? So, uh, was you saying then that in the medical system in Mexico is really different from the United States or Canada or any other country? We do have then social services and, I'm sorry, medical services and all that. And yeah, but we also have then some drugstores that are like in every corner. They're very famous. 
and you can actually go there and then if you have any problems then they have an office you can go to and then a doctor will check you and then help you you can actually then go to the next door and then get the all the medicine and then they give you a prescription and all that okay so it's totally different than from what you guys will see in the united states or in canada but also then i want to mention that um it's really cheap in comparison to the united states and canada so um it's really affordable and then um also as i was mentioning about the these uh, famous drugstores that are almost everywhere um then they have their mascot you might have seen this one guy uh, dancing dressed as a doctor then he is dr simi and then um he, he has become very famous and then we have this little stuff bear i'm not sure how to call it in english then that um we throw to artists whenever uh, we go to a concert then um look you can even look for this on tiktoks like uh, Mexicans throwing uh, Dr. Simi to artists or to singers. And then it's a very funny thing, okay? So as I was mentioning, then um, you can just go basically to the corner of where you're staying and then you will find one of these um, um, drugstores and all that, and then you can get the treatment that you need, okay? Of course, I would say then that um, the best service that you can get is uh, in a private hospital, okay? But anyways, so we're going to learn basic vocabulary because then it's important then to just to use the incorrect expressions then in Spanish, particularly then if your Spanish is limited or if the doctor's uh, English is limited as well. Because what happens is that not many doctors speak English. So that's a reality. There might be then a few places in which then we have bilingual doctors. That's great. But then if you happen to be around... Uh, an area where you might not find people that are willing then to speak uh, in English with you because they don't know how to, then this is then a good, a good thing to, to take into consideration. So we're going to be learning some vocabulary, okay? Vamos a aprender algo de vocabulario. As uh, we used to then, I'm going to um, mention the word and I invite you then to repeat it after me, okay? And again, just welcome. The first word. Doctor, 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 or you can call it médico, médico, which basically translates to doctor, okay? As in English, as in Spanish, I'm sorry, we have the feminine word, which is doctora, doctora. <clears throat> One more time, doctora. But for the word medico, we don't have a feminine, okay? We don't say medica, okay? There you go. So, doctor or medico, which means doctor. The next word. Okay. So, now, now, now that we know um, how to say the doctor, then we're going to learn a few the, um, problems that we might experience, okay, with our health. The first one. <laughs> this one is a little bit complicated. Escurrimiento nasal. Let's try it again. Escurrimiento nasal. Escurrimiento nasal. Let me break it. Escurrimiento. Escurrimiento nasal. Nasal. Two words. Escurrimiento nasal means runny nose. So you can say, doctor. Tengo escurrimiento nasal. 
Doctor, tengo escurrimiento nasal. Doctor, I have a runny nose. Doctor, tengo escurrimiento nasal. Next one. Dolor de oído. Dolor de oído. Three words. Dolor, literally pain, de oído, ear. Dolor de oído. Dolor de oído. Which is basically earache. Earache. The next word. This one is funny. Toss. 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 So basically, when you're coughing, <coughs> okay, there you go. That's toss. I, I think I'm thinking about the verb toss in, in English, so it's just basically the same. Toss. Toss. Which basically, <coughs> I'm sorry. Translates uh, into coughing or coughing. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not saying it right. <laughs> sorry, coughing or yeah, well, you, you understand me, okay? You, you're doing this, <laughs> okay? Thank you, thank you so much. So that is tos, tos. So you can say, Doctor, tengo tos, Doctor, tengo tos. Next one, this one. Uh, it's pretty common then. Gripa. 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 Some people call it gripe. Gripe. Which is basically a cold. So you can say, Doctor, tengo gripa. Doctor, tengo gripa. Or, Doctor, tengo gripe. Doctor, tengo gripe. Basically, you're saying, doctor, I have the flu, or I have a cold, okay? Good. Next word, or next phrase, let's say. Or next symptom. <laughs> Dolor de cabeza. One more time. Dolor de cabeza. These are three words. Dolor. Try it. Dolor. De, de, cabeza. Dolor de cabeza. Which is basically headache. Headache. Dolor de cabeza. Headache. So you can say, Doctor, tengo dolor de cabeza. Doctor, tengo dolor de cabeza. Let's continue with the dolor words. So we have then, dolor de estómago. One more time, dolor de estómago. One more, dolor de estómago. Three words again, dolor, de, and this is the word, estómago. Estómago, which is basically a stomachache stomachache. Very good. So, you can say, Disculpe, doctor, tengo dolor de estómago. Disculpe, doctor, tengo dolor de estómago. Here the disculpe is optional. Okay. Doctor, tengo dolor de estómago. Doctor, tengo dolor de estómago. Next one. Here we're talking about more complicated 
problems, okay? This one is varicela. 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 Which is chicken pox. Varicela. So then you can say, doctor, I have chicken pox. Doctor, tengo varicela. Doctor, tengo varicela. Okay, this is another one. Okay, the word is estornudos. One more time. Estornudos. Estornudos. It's actually together. Estornudos. And the word is sneeze. Sneeze. For example, you can say, Doctor, estoy estornudando. Doctor, estoy estornudando. Or you can also say, Doctor, tengo estornudos. Doctor, tengo estornudos. Okay? There you go. This is actually a very funny word, thinking about it. Estornudos. It's, I don't know. It just looks, it just looks funny to me. Next one. <laughs> one that I've been experiencing for a couple of days. This one is dolor de espalda. Dolor de espalda. Dolor de espalda. Three words. Dolor de espalda. Which basically translates into backache. Backache. Dolor de espalda. So you can say, doctor. Do doctor. <laughs> Tengo dolor de espalda. Doctor, tengo dolor de espalda. So that is dolor de espalda. Dolor de espalda. Dolor de espalda. Be careful, don't say espada, because espada is a sword in English. Okay, good. Let's continue. Another one that's very important. Fiebre. 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 And this one basically refers to fever. Fever. So you can say, doctor, doctor, tengo fiebre. Doctor, tengo fiebre. Doctor, tengo fiebre. I have the fever. Okay. Now that we learned then these words or expressions, let's review them, ¿ok? Vamos a repasar entonces las expresiones que vimos, ¿ok? Ok, si estás viendo el episodio en YouTube, puedes ver la lista, ¿ok? If you're watching the episode on YouTube, then you can see the list. If not, then just try to memorize it, ¿ok? So, I'm just gonna then mention them, and then I want you then to listen, and if it's possible, to repeat, ¿ok? One. Escurrimiento nasal. Escurrimiento nasal. 2. Dolor de oído. Dolor de oído. 3. Tos. Tos. 4. Gripa o gripe. 5. Dolor de cabeza. 6. Dolor de estómago. 7. Varicela. 8. Estornudos. 9. Dolor de espalda. And 10. 10. Fiebre. 
So then this is going to be a, an exercise then for those who are listening to the podcast. Now I'm going to say the problem or the symptom, and then you're going to say it in Spanish, okay? We're going to go backwards. Let's see if you can remember this um, backwards, okay? Vamos hacia atrás, entonces. Yo te digo el nombre del síntoma en inglés y tú me lo dices en español, okay? So you're going to tell, I'm going to tell you then the name of the symptom in English, and then you are going to say that in Spanish, okay? So we're going backwards. So number 10, fever. Uh -huh. Fiebre. How do we say number nine? Backache. That's right. Dolor de espalda. How do we say then number eight? Sneeze. That's right. Estornudos. Estornudos. And then how do we say chicken pox? That's right, varicela. Now, what's stomachache in Spanish? That's right, dolor de estómago. And what is then headache? Mm -hmm. Dolor de cabeza. And what about um, a cold or the flu? That's right, gripa or gripe. How do we say then coughing? I'm sorry then. You understand what I'm saying, I hope. That's right. We say tos. How do we say then earache? Dolor de oído. That's right. And finally, runny nose. That's right. Mm -hmm. Escurrimiento nasal. Escurrimiento nasal. Very good. Okay, now something that you guys need to take into consideration is that whenever we're using these expressions, we're going to be using the verb tener, the verb to have in Spanish, okay? Es muy importante que recuerden que cuando estamos utilizando estas expresiones, vamos a necesitar el verbo tener, okay? El verbo tener en español. Y aquí les voy a dejar entonces un pequeño repaso, ¿no? Yo tengo... Tú tienes, él tiene, ella tiene, nosotros tenemos, ellos tienen, ellas tienen, etc. Yo tengo, tú tienes, él tiene, ella tiene, nosotros tenemos, ellos tienen, ellas tienen. I'm going to give you then some extra examples, ¿ok? Me siento mal. Creo que tengo gripe. Me siento mal. Creo que tengo gripe. I feel sick. I think I have the flu. Another one. Tengo dolor de cabeza. ¿Tienes una aspirina? Tengo dolor de cabeza. ¿Tienes una aspirina? I have a headache. Do you have an aspirin? Okay, very good. Now we're going to learn some additional expressions that are, uh, I mean, or basically some vocabulary then that we can use in, um, in this context, okay? So we have then 10 more expressions. So if you want to see how these expressions are written, then you can uh, go to the YouTube presentation, then you will see it, okay? 
So, number one. I will say them first in English, then you will see it, you will listen to it in Spanish, okay? I don't feel well. No me siento bien. No me siento bien. I don't feel well. There is an emergency. There is an emergency. Tengo una emergencia. Tengo una emergencia. Please call an ambulance. Por favor, llame a una ambulancia. Por favor, llame a una ambulancia. I need a doctor, please. Necesito un paramédico, por favor. Also, you can say, Necesito un médico, por favor. Necesito un médico, por favor. Number five. I feel dizzy. Estoy mareado. Estoy mareado. Number six. I have a sprained ankle. I have a sprained ankle. I'm sorry. Tengo un esguince en el tobillo. <laughs> This one's really long. Tengo un esguince en el tobillo. Number seven. My skin is itchy. My skin is itchy. Tengo comezón. Tengo comezón. Number eight. My leg is sore. My leg is sore. Me duele el pie. Me duele el pie. Number nine. Probably this one is important. I am allergic to. Soy alérgico a. I'm allergic to. Soy alérgico a. And finally, here's your prescription. Aquí tiene su receta. Aquí tiene su receta. Prescription is in Spanish receta, like a recipe. We use the same word. Yes. Okay, we're getting closer then to the final uh, part of the episode. Now we're going to be learning some additional vocabulary. Then if you want to see then the visuals, I invite you then to go to YouTube, okay? So, please, um, I want you then to listen to the next vocabulary words. Hospital. Hospital. Do you know what it is? Quite obvious. No translation needed. Next one. Clínica. 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 I think you got it because it sounds really similar to English. That's right, that's a clinic. Next one. Consultorio médico. Two words. Consultorio médico. Consultorio médico. Which is the doctor's office. Next one. This is um, a sign you will see everywhere. Farmacia. Farmacia. Which is drugstore. Drugstore. Next one. <laughs> This one's really funny. Band-aid. <laughs> And what I did. Uh, I mean, you should see <laughs> what I did in the visual episode. Okay, that's right. Which is curita. Curita. Band-Aid, curita. It's not a little priest. The word cura exists in, in, in Spanish, I'm sorry, and then we say that it's a priest. But then if you say curita, it's like saying little priest. But no, you're talking then about 
a band-aid, curita. Then we have venda, 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 which is a bandage, bandage. Another one that's really important, pastilla, 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 which is a pill. The next one, jarabe, jarabe, jarabe para la tos, jarabe para la tos, which is cough syrup, jarabe para la tos. And this one is also important, botiquín, botiquín, <laughs> botiquín, botiquín, emergency kit. Okay, and then this episode, it's a little bit ambitious. So then I invite you then to listen to it as many times as you need to, so you can get all, and uh, just remember then all the expressions. Okay, we have some extra expressions. This is a little bit like informal. For example, you can say, estoy malo. Estoy malo. <laughs> this is like literally translating, I am bad. But then you can say, I'm sick. Estoy malo. Or you can say, estoy mala, if you're a woman. So if you're feeling sick, but not so much, then you can say, estoy malito. <laughs> estoy malito. Or, estoy malita. Estoy malita. Or you can also say, me siento fatal. Me siento fatal. I feel really sick. There's another expression that you can also use. You can say, me siento terrible. Me siento terrible. I feel really sick. Muy bien. Muchísimas gracias por haber estado en el episodio del día de hoy. Espero que les haya agradado. Como les comenté, les invito entonces a visitarnos en nuestro canal de YouTube. Así como también que puedan, por favor, utilizar eh, nuestras redes oficiales y así entonces eh, estén en comunicación con nosotros. Los invito a que, pues bueno, le compartan este episodio a alguien que crean que le pueda interesar y también que nos sigan en las redes sociales, en Instagram y que se puedan inscribir, por favor, a mi canal de YouTube. Espero que por favor puedan hacerlo y que lo vean, pues para seguir ¿no? trabajando en este proyecto que tanto me gusta. So thank you so much then for um, listening to the whole episode. I invite you then to share it with people who you think might be interested in learning some expressions then in Spanish um, that are related to this specific topic. Also, I would really, really appreciate it if you could um, join and subscribe to my YouTube channel and also follow me on Instagram. Uh, I would really, really appreciate that. And then, <clears throat> thank you so much for supporting this project. I do hope then that you can continue uh, learning Spanish. And also, uh, as I mentioned, um, if you feel like um, you want me to talk about a particular topic, then please um, direct message me and I'll be more than happy to listen to your suggestions because this podcast is for you, okay? Muchas gracias, cuídense mucho y recuerden que este episodio es suyo. Recuerden también que un poco de español es mejor que nada de español, okay? Remember, just like, 
it's important to speak a little Spanish, okay? So a little Spanish is better than no Spanish, okay? Thank you, take care, and until the next time. Nos vemos la siguiente ocasión. Hasta luego.